0: Chapter 4. Proactive Benefits to the Rescue Steve and Kim waited outside the designated meeting room where the Glow Forum was having its monthly meeting. Normally, for Steve, waiting mode involved checking his iPhone for emails or messages. Instead, he muted his device and tucked it into a side pocket of his leather briefcase. Meanwhile, Kim perused the artwork on the walls of the reception area mentally checking off the key points they would soon cover with Rita's business forum. Rita poked her head out and beckoned Steve and Kim to come in. As the guest speakers opened a laptop and connected it to the screen on the wall, Rita filled in the 10 fellow corporate leaders around the table. We've invited Steve Connor and Kim Boulder, co-founders of Proactive Benefit Consultants, to fill us in on the mess we call the U.S. healthcare system. They are no strangers to the inside workings of the dysfunction in the healthcare delivery machine. Steve is a practicing primary care doctor and entrepreneur. Kim was formerly with a large insurance company in charge of managing the P&L for the Western United States. Peter Pollard told me about them. And when we prepped for this meeting, they shared with me a little about how they help companies like all of ours save millions of dollars of wasted healthcare costs. One by one, each of the members around the table introduced themselves as the respective presidents and CEOs of their companies. They covered a wide range of companies from high-tech to industrial machinery, from private franchises to public companies. Steve started the presentation. He was impressed but not intimidated by the collection of corporate elite in the room. The following is a transcript of what he and Kim had to say. Our American healthcare system is upside down. Effectively, it is designed for profit, not people. The key metrics in the current system are how many transactions, patient visits, or procedures can it generate to bill maximal revenue? How can we increase the cost of each service or procedure as much as possible as quickly as possible, often by absorbing or eliminating competition and driving up prices? How much profit can be generated for our shareholders? What was a profession based upon caring for patients has become big business. What is not being judged, paid for, and developed are people getting their money's worth. Are they getting the highest value care? Are people in your companies and in the United States getting healthier? Are the people living longer, better lives? When you look at the longevity graph by country compared to the cost of health care, what we see is the United States is spending two to five times more than other nations while Americans are not living as long. Look at countries like Sweden, Germany, England, Japan, and other less developed countries in Eastern Europe, where healthcare costs are much lower per person, yet show higher rates of longevity. That said, we're getting exactly what the system is designed to create. We're incentivizing hospitals and providers to produce more volume, not better health. In fact, if the system actually did help a person become healthier, it would be shooting itself in the foot and reducing future revenue. It is a perfect system for what it's producing. If we want to get a different outcome, we must change the incentives to spend less and to proactively create and support healthy, vital people who are living long, healthier lives. From the words of a leading healthcare economist, Uwe Reinhardt, It's the prices, stupid. The costs are not rapidly increasing due to utilization issues, but rather, the prices are several multiples of the Consumer Price Index. The CPI measures the delta in prices paid by consumers for goods and services, and it's still climbing. We can point a finger directly at increased consolidation and mergers, especially with healthcare systems and private equity playing a greater role. Healthcare in the USA is designed for profit, not people. As Steve scanned the nodding heads in the boardroom, he handed the PowerPoint clicker off to Kim. The reason we started our firm is for this exact reason, Kim said. We knew that our team could not create a top-down change of the healthcare system, but we can change the system one company at a time, and that's what each of you in this room can create at your companies. With the complexity of each of your leadership, spending, corporate culture, and stakeholder expectations, ProActive has distilled our recommendations into a three-step approach to put the financial and medical health of your corporation and its employees over that healthcare system. This approach requires you to be less reactionary and more strategic when addressing healthcare costs. Creating affordable and sustainable employee benefits is a function of selecting and contracting with the right vendors, like the right insurance companies and PBMs, and creating a culture and benefit to support health and well-being. With this approach, immediate savings occur with putting the right contracts with the right vendors in place. We call this fixed-cost restructuring, and then over a longer term— Realizing savings by improving the health and well-being of your employees and their families, which we call health risk reduction. Combining these strategies, you can save your company hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars. Kim put up a chart on the boardroom screen. Steve went to the next slide in his presentation and explained what each leader was saying. EE is an abbreviation for employee. P-E-P-M is per employee per month. Here are the actual results in one of our client companies compared to the marketplace during the years shown. You can see the company grew from four years ago, 593 employees, to 846 employees today. The gross per employee per month cost went down from 1200 per month to just under 930 The employee contributions went down as well. The line we want to direct your attention to is the fifth one down. Immediately in the first year, we were able to save our clients over 21% and by the end of the contract, another 11%. Kim chimed in. All this is at a time when health care costs were rising and continue to rise year over year. With our starting per-employee-per-month measurement four years ago at $1,200, we not only saved healthcare costs, but did so with the headwinds of markets trending to increase 23% in just three years. Every leader's attention in the room went straight to the total net cost as they imagined what that money would mean to their company. Rita piped up and asked, what happens when you deliver this news to a corporation? It depends on the corporate culture and how high up the leadership is that we get to work with us in the company, Steve said flatly. CEOs are, where do I sign? But if we suggest these changes to human resource departments, often the reaction is high anxiety about a new approach and a sense of urgency to escort us out of the building. The group laughed, but Kim and Steve both shrugged apologetically. Kim spoke first, seriously. We're going to need you, the leader, to stay engaged in the process. Two years ago, we met with the chief HR officer at a $270 million company. We did the assessment that we are offering you here today with the hope that the decision would be made to move forward and to sign a three-year commitment with us to transform the benefits. The CHRO asked us to deliver our initial assessment findings with him so he could best frame it for his executive team. When we showed him how poorly the strategy they were using had done due to the health insurance and pharmaceutical contracts that he and their broker negotiated, coupled with the poorly designed benefits plan that resulted in employees and their families not getting preventive and high-quality care, costing millions in additional costs for the company, he was visibly upset. After pausing to think, his response was that he could get the guillotine if our results were shown to his CEO and COO, and he curtly reminded us that we had signed an NDA, thanked us for our time, and walked us to the door as fast as he could. Steve chimed in. He made it clear that our findings would never see the light of day, that there would be no contract. He then delivered a sortie of veiled threats that if we didn't disappear and move on to other opportunities, he would make our life miserable. So again, the first step is to assess where a company is. The second is to find short and medium-term savings with fixed cost restructuring. And thirdly, concomitantly, formed strategies that were put in place to improve the culture and benefits to build the health and well-being of employees and their families. We cannot overemphasize the importance of this whole process being communicated and transparent within the leadership team and later to employees. In addition, after learning our lesson from our unceremonious exit from the corporate office, we now insist that the key decision-making executives are in the room. We ensure that everyone agrees to a no-repercussion-for-the-past-healthcare-cost-sins approach. We're here to look forward not assigned blame for the past. Steve continued, I've given you a handout to see what we check off for our initial assessment to understand your current healthcare benefits. As you can see, the first topics on the assessment are focused on the agreements, terms, conditions, and structure of your current plans. When this assessment is complete, we can aggressively move into realizing significant savings in the next 12 months. We call this fixed-cost restructuring. It incorporates a number of key strategies from creating aligned incentives with your broker consultants, which we hope to become, to cleaning up one-sided unacceptable clauses in your contracts, to changing vendors where needed. As this is implemented, significant revenue is freed up that we recommend you invest a portion of this money into the tools and resources needed for longer-term ongoing clinical strategies. We then move on to the next target focused on your corporate culture, clinical risk reduction and care excellence. For this, we assess topics like primary care, employee advocacy and navigation, cancer care, metabolic syndrome reversal, diabetes, hypertension, and high cholesterol, proactive management, non-surgical intervention for musculoskeletal conditions, bundled payments, and complex care and center of excellent programs. Okay, let's take questions on our approach and on these points. As we do, please know that our team is a collection of specialists coming from inside the insurance industry, actuaries, clinical professionals, and lawyers, all attuned to the importance of a corporation's healthcare plan, their effectiveness, and the cost associated with them. Kim concluded the formal presentation by saying What you've heard today is a different way to think about your benefits, how to stop walking through the same door hoping it will lead you to a different outcome. We encourage you to walk through a different door, one that will transform them from a danger to the financial health of your company to a tool for recruitment, retainment, and continually improving culture of health and well-being. There's no way to completely guarantee this will always be in a straight line. There will always be twists and turns to work through. But our commitment is to work with you and do everything we can to save money for you and to reinvest it in your company, to increase your profits, and to improve the health and well being of your company, your employees, their family members, and ultimately the communities in which you live. Stephen Kim then had a question and answer period, which was immediately followed with every leader in the room asking to get the free assessment. To a person, they wanted to know their opportunity, what waste was occurring inside their healthcare contracts, and how they can improve their plans for their employees. As Rita walked them out, she repeated her desire to do the assessment at her company and to move ahead as quickly as possible. She was determined to lead her employees through a different door than she had in the past.